Hello, everybody. This is Connor Shepard, and you are listening to The Shepard Show. Today, we're going to be talking about the big debates. Tomorrow, Joe Biden versus Donald Trump in Cleveland, Ohio at 9 o'clock Eastern Time in Cleveland, Ohio. So, Trump, what is – here is Charlie Kirk and to prepare what Trump – what Trump, not drunk. He, I don't think he's drunk. How Trump needs to respond to Biden's attacks at the debate. He needs to pin H1N1 on Biden immediately. Say that you left my cupboards bare, and this is the top issue for Democrats. You left the cupboards bare. There is no personal protection equipment for us. I shut down travel to China, and you called that xenophobic. President Trump also needs to be ready to tell the truth about the fires in California, that they didn't start because of climate change. Texas has more forest land than California, and it's not on fire. It's about forest management. This seems small, but it points to a larger, more important difference than Trump and Biden. Trump can go into depth and explain the intricacies of what needs to be done. He did an entire segment on Mark Levin on this on on Sunday. Joe Biden can't. He only lies and leans on the cudgel of climate change. And again, why didn't Joe Biden do anything about climate change the last 47 years in office? Finally, Joe Biden's going to play the race card. Joe Biden will try to incorporate. There it is. Someone finally said it. Joe Biden has been in the political world or the politics. He's been Senate, Vice President, and running for President. He could have ran 2016, decided not to, because that'd be really a douche thing to do. But now he's running. So he, he was in there for 47 years. Trump was in there for three, almost, or four, I should say four. Almost, if he gets reelected, it's going to be his fifth year in office. He already did more than Joe Biden in office, all 47 years from the Senate to being vice president and so on. BLM Inc. and provoke Donald Trump on the race card. This is actually one of the most vulnerable issues for Joe Biden. Donald Trump needs to say, Joe, you and the Democrats have done everything you possibly can to misrepresent my position when it comes to race. Unlike you, I have never supported busing. I was not friends with segregationists. I did not want to lock up black people and call them super predators in the 1990s when you authored the Clinton crime bill. I did not call Barack Obama a clean-cut black man, the first of which I've ever seen. I did not call the inner cities a racial jungle. I did not say that you can't go into a 7-Eleven without a slight Indian accent. I did not say if you do not vote for me, <laughs> then you, you ain't black. black. I, do n- I did not I say that poor say kids that poor are just, kids as, just smart as smart as white kids. kids. And I did and not call a black call journalist black a junkie and say, come on, man, why come don't you man, take a drug test? Drug test. Yep. I didn't say any of those things. You did. I restored record funding for historical black colleges and universities. I oversaw the lowest ever black unemployment rate in American history. I saw Opportunity Zone investment, and I helped pass the First Step Act. While you caused racial division in this country and you judge people on the color of their skin, I don't. I deliver results and opportunity. You might not like the style that I go about doing it, but I get it done. And right there is something that Trump needs to do. He needs to admit that his style is not for everyone. He needs to expose this vulnerability. This is not something that the president, I think, is likely to do unless he is assisted or advised. He needs to say this. My style can be debated. My results will not be debated. Right there is a thesis statement for him.
It's like, you might not like the way I go about it, but I brought the Emiratis and Israel to the table. You might not like the way I go about and do it. However, I moved the embassy to Jerusalem. I'm getting us back to the best economy in American history. I have Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and hopefully a third Supreme Court justice. Saying you might not like the style, but you can't argue with the results, that is a winning message. Because a lot of what Joe Biden is going to try to do is try to be the magnanimous candidate. Don't you agree with me that he's such an awful person? Humanity, humor, smile, optimism, dismissiveness of Joe Biden. Also, be prepared for the race issue to throw it back at Joe Biden. Be prepared for the reparation issue. Be prepared for the climate change issue, the COVID issue, and the Atlantic story, or anything else that they might be able to drum up. If Joe Biden mentions his treatment of women, just say, Tara Reid. That's all I have to say, is Tara Reid. Your VP said we must believe all women, therefore, you're a rapist, Joe Biden, according to your vice president. Donald Trump has the upper hand in this debate simply because the Democrats have created rules of engagement that when it's applied against themselves, they shatter against public cross-examination. This is exactly why Joe Biden does not take questions from the press, because of their hypocrisy, the troubled record, and the corruption. They are afraid, for good reason, to come up against any form of criticism. The president will outlast Joe Biden. He will. He'll have more stamina. He will do better. He cannot start too hot too early. He has to set the tone as the optimistic problem solver that gets stuff done for our country. These debates, I think, are going to be the most watched thing on television in the history of television. I could be wrong, but I don't know anyone who's not going to tune into this in one way. Online and social media. We're actually going to be doing a... Live reaction to the debate coming up next Tuesday. And I've just been notified that the finale of MASH had 106 million watchers live. I think that will be, I think Trump can beat that for sure. I think Trump can beat that through all the different platforms. There's no one that is not going to watch this debate, at least from the outset. There's so many question marks. There's so much left to be seen. And maybe with clips and social media, it'll assuredly beat MASH. Be prepared. We must learn from past debates. I know it's going to be can't miss television and we'll have the instant response for you. Thank you, Charlie Kirk. And believe me when I say this, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden's vice president. There is a slew of bad things she said to Joe Biden, she said that he was a racist and he was a rapist. But now they're all buddy-buddy because vice she's the vice president and all. And when she was running for president back in 2019, early 2020, before Super Tuesday, and then she just absolutely collapsed. But she said she believes in the Constitution. But now in the Constitution, it says the, the sitting president can mark whoever... He wants, or something like that, to be the next Supreme Court justice. But this is her response. Party are not interested in hearing any of the lessons from Justice Ginsburg. Already the president and his party have chosen to ignore Justice Ginsburg's final wish to hold off the nomination to replace her 
until after the next president is chosen. That's not how the Constitution works. So it clearly says in the Constitution, the president at the time can mark the next Supreme Court justice leader. But all of a sudden, no, they want to redo the Constitution. And if you vote for the Democrats, you are a commie scum who wants to rip up the Constitution, start socialism, communism, like in the social, in the Soviet Union, China, and Venezuela, Cuba. Do you really want that answer for some Antifa and Black Lives Matter supporters might be? A wish, by the way, shared by the American people. Shared by who, American people? Everyone from upstate New York, my, my home, they have Trump signs everywhere. And if, believe me if I'm wrong, tell me if I'm wrong, you can like message me and say, hey, Connor, you're wrong. But no, I think I'm right here. Everyone who's a Republican believes in the Constitution. That's the point of being a Republican. In, in, the, in the Constitution, I said multiple times, the sitting president can mark the next Supreme Court justice. So, you don't We're not in the middle of an election year. We're in the middle of an election. Who cares? He can sit. An ongoing election. He can mark whoever he wants. Almost a million Americans have already voted. And more will vote this week, will vote this week, and next week. And in just a few weeks, all Americans will have voted. But, but President Trump and his party don't care. They just want to, want to jam this nomination through as fast as they can. Oh, yeah. Jamming the nomination through as fast as you can. Okay, it's not like Barack Obama did the same exact thing when that one justice died in 2016. Forgot the name. Please forgive me. And that was a whole part of the Republican primary debate. They said who was going to replace them, and literally everyone on stage, including John Kasich, the former gover governor, or not, go yeah, governor, who is, he's always been a liberal, so if he won, we'd have another. It'd be Barack Obama 2.0 versus Barack Obama 2.0 in the debates. He did not stand a chance to Hillary Clinton. He, even he rose his hand saying, Joe, not Joe Biden, Barack Obama should pick the next Supreme Court judge. It's called raw power. It's called the Constitution. But President Trump and his party are about to learn something. What's that? They may think... That it is they who have the power in this country, but they don't. They don't? The American people are the ones who have the power. <laughs> you have the power. Not to the Constitution, they don't. It even says it. I've been over multiple times in this one very fucking episode. He can mark the next Supreme Court justice if he wants to pick... Whoever he wants to pick, Amy Coney Barrett or whoever, he can do that. He can do that. And it's complete bullshit if you want to change that. Our. Even worse, though, than the president and his party ignoring Judge Justice Ginsburg's final wish, is their determination to appoint a justice who will undo her life's work. 
President Trump has nominated where Judge Barrett stands on the Affordable Care Act. Judge Barrett, Barrett is on record opposing the decision that upheld the Affordable Care Act. As recently as 2017, she specifically attacked the Chief Justice's opinion in an, an article where she said, quote, Chief Justice Roberts pushed the Affordable Care Act beyond its plausible meaning to save the statute. If nothing else, the voters should be very clear about one thing. President Trump and his party and Judge Barrett will overturn the Affordable Care Act, and they won't stop there. They have made clear that they want to overturn Roe versus Wade and restrict reproductive rights and freedoms. Judge Barrett has a long record of opposing abortion. It ain't a right. It's called murder. You're a murderer. ...and reproductive rights. There is no other issue that so disrespects and dishonors the work of Justice Ginsburg's life than undoing the seminal decision in the court's history that made it clear a woman has a right to make decisions about her own body. If she wants to be a murderer, abortion should be legal. If I get to the very age, I will run for president making it illegal. Because it's complete bullshit the way the Democrats want to kill babies who are nine months getting ready for birth, five minutes before birth, and killing them, ripping them from the womb of the mother. It is absolutely disgusting of so, what they want to do. Let's make it clear where we are. Let's vote for health care. What about the taxes? Vote for the Affordable Care Act. Vote as if your life, your choice depends on it. Because it does. Make it clear to President Trump and to every Republican senator that if they're determined to get rid of your health care, you'll be just as determined to vote them out of office. Wow, 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 wow. What an episode. Dumbass Kamala Harris and the debate. What a beautiful podcast. I'm so glad everyone listened to this episode of The Shepherd Show. The date, Monday, September 28th. And I'll see you on the next time on The Shepherd Show. I'm your host, Connor Shepherd. I'm saying goodbye at my own website. Check it out. Goodbye.